Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. John Jastrzemski, Sports Radio 1019 FM, The Fan, Sports Radio 66, WFAN. All righty, folks, 1025 here on this Friday evening. It's a little late happy hour. I know it's not quite happy hour, but you got to get my drift a little bit. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. 5 o'clock somewhere. It's John Zestremski right here on the fan. And this has probably been the best news I've seen all week. It's this and my golf course reopening. I mean, take your pick. But Joe Maniello from Newsday had a brilliant idea. It's probably the best idea I've seen in a long time. He put together a list of 64 Beatles songs in an NCAA tournament bracket, and now he's going to have a Twitter vote basically each and every day to determine the winner. So I thought it'd be a brilliant idea to have Joe on and talk about where he got to this point, the seeding, the favorites, all that good stuff. So Joe, thanks for the time. Appreciate having you on. What's happening, my brother? How you doing? Hey, JJ, first time, long time. Thanks for having me. There you go. First time, long time. I love it. So (laughs) let's start here, Joe. As a guy who is a sports aficionado like yours truly, as a guy who has been searching for things to watch during these trying times, what put you in the position where you said, wow, it would be a really good idea to go through Beatles songs and put together a uh, 64-team bracket, if you will? Well, we, we did the Billy Joel bracket first in March. Uh, my friend Mike Gavin and I, he actually designed the bracket, so i got to give him a shout-out, too, because there's a lot of work. But uh, we did the Billy Joel bracket in March, even before the pandemic was happening. That was our plan. And then it kind of it was weird because it was like the only game in town. People were so into it on Twitter. It really took off. And then it did so well. I thought the, the next possible thing, the next best thing is the Beatles. And everybody loves the Beatles. And I thought that would be even more popular because it's not just you know, Billy Joel. Everyone loves him. Worldwide, but, you know, Long Island guy, New York guy, everybody loves the Beatles. So I figured if I put this out there, people would love it. But I was kind of hesitant, to be honest, because it's just so hard to pick 64 songs. Well, that's to me the biggest thing, Joe, right? Like, you know, I'm a Billy Joel guy, too. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I could tell you from my personal standpoint what would win a Billy Joel bracket. Like, I think it's a lot easier to do. With the Beatles, because of their song catalog, because of the fact that, you know, they have so many different songs that are, like, iconic in so many different ways. I mean, you could legitimately make a case, right? Like, 12 or 13 songs could win this whole thing. I think 15 to 20. I mean, you got your one seeds, which I thought were easy to pick, that could obviously win. But I wouldn't be shocked if none of the one seeds make the final four. Whereas in the Billy Joel, three of them made it. And it was uh, scenes against Piano Man, which was so predictable. I was kind of upset. I think this will be, like, mayhem. I think it'll be... Tons of upsets, and I think people are going to have a lot of fun with it. And people so basically what you're telling me, Joe, is that Billy Joel was a chalky NCAA tournament. That was oh, like was seeing so Kansas uh, oh, and North Carolina and Duke and Duke, Kentucky Duke. in the Final exactly. Four. 
this is going to be like getting the uh, 10 seed Syracuse Orange going on a Cinderella ride. Anything can happen. UConn, UConn versus Butler. That's what, that's what this is going to be, I think. No, I like that. Now, I got to ask you, when it comes to breaking down the seating, how did you guys go about it? Like, did you look at popularity of the song? Did you look at, um, you know, what is critically acclaimed? How did you guys come to the conclusion? What was a one? What was a two? And on and on we go. Yeah, that was, that was to me, the, the top four, you know, the one through four for each region wasn't that tough. What I did basically was, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I actually formed my own little Fab Four committee. I had two coworkers, older guys than me, who, you know, grew up with the Beatles, uh, Greg Udis and Craig Buston, who, who just loved music. And Greg is like a Beatles historian. And I had two Twitter friends, uh, Bill Cushing and Michael Spire, who basically, you know, gave me insight. Because, you know, I love the Beatles, but I'm 37, so I don't know everything about every song or every album. So I didn't want to be, you know, just all by myself. So I took their advice, and then I also referenced the uh, Rolling Stones top 100 list and Sirius XM had like a top 100 fan favorite list. So I feel like, you know, there are some critically acclaimed songs that didn't make it, but I feel like the popular songs are what people are going to vote for. So like a song like Obla D, Obla Da, Life Goes On, people love that song, so I felt like it had to be in. That so has to, to be there. It. I agree with you. I would have been upset if that song was not there. Um, I- I'll tell you the one, Joe, and listen, I think you guys did a fabulous job, but hey, I, I got to be the critique. You know, that's what I do. That's my job. <laughs> It's like looking at a tournament bracket. I could say that the committee as a whole did a good job, but if there's one song here to me that I would have had off the list, tomorrow never knows I would have had off the list. That's one oh, song funny. to me I didn't need it here. I could. You know, funny you say that. I, I didn't really know much about that song, but so many Beatles fans and like you said, it's like ground, it's like a groundbreaking song. It like revolutionized rock and roll, and like they did all this stuff with it. Like there's, there's like a list where it was like number two on the list. So I wasn't really sure if that should be in, but many people said it should be. So that's why I had wow. It so maybe some of the cult Beatle following people yeah. would want that song on the list. Me, like that's one I could tell you right now. When I filled down my bracket, I couldn't wait to bounce it. But, Joe, there are some choices here. And for those of you who like the Beatles, you will understand what I'm saying. I looked at, like, back in the USSR and all my loving, and I'm like, I mean, I'm flipping a coin between us two. Like, I would have had either one making a Cinderella run going all the way to the lead eight. I had no problem yeah. with it. Eight, nine matchups. Yeah, I think that's a great matchup. Same thing in the, in the, in the George region. You got All You Need Is Love versus Can't Bomb Your Love. I think that's going to be a close A matchup. battle of the loves. That's another exactly. very, very well, tough call. Now, lot, did you end up going teams. All You Need Is Love or did you go with Can't Bomb Me Love? For me, I picked Can't Bomb Me Love. I think that will win a mini upset, 10 seed over the seven. Yeah, I'm with Can't Buy Me Love. We got Joe Maniello from Newsday, who is usually busy in the sports department. But right now, he took the time, and I think he's going to have a ton of success. I tweeted out, Harry Rose is giving it some love. You guys are going to now give it some love. If you're a Beatles fan, I want you guys to vote. Out of the four number one seeds here, Joe, Day in the Life, Hey Jude, Yesterday, Let It Be. What is the strongest one seed, you think? I think they're all strong, but I think let, I, I would say "Let It Be" would be the Vegas favorite if there was such a thing. I let like it be, really? Let it. So right win, now, but, you think "Let It Be" is the favorite to win this thing? Well, I mean, like like we said, you can get pick fifteen to twenty songs, so it's not like it's a, it's a dominant favorite the way "Piano Man" or "Seeing Some Italian Restaurant" is. But I think if you had to pick one song. I think "A Day in the Life" is the most critically acclaimed song, but I don't know. If mainstream Beatles fans know it that well. Like, it's not... I feel, I feel like I never hear it on the radio unless it's, you know, the serious Beatles channel. It's funny you say I, that. I think, I, like think I heard it on the radio today, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been on serious though. It might have been. Yeah. I'll be fair. I, I, would, I would think Let It Be, but 
I think some of the two and three seeds might might even be a bigger favorites. I mean, there's so many great songs, and I think the four seeds are dominant. I think they're they're going to make a run. My my pick for my own bracket is same as yours. Something, but I think Here Comes the Sun might be the uh, overall pick by the fans. And isn't that different. crazy, Joe? Because like my favorite Beatle of all time is Paul McCartney, who celebrated yeah, a birthday a couple of days ago. And I'm a big Paul McCartney guy. I love his career, but I would still say George had the best solo album out of any of the Beatles, All Things Must Pass. And all the songs were Lennon and McCartney hits, but yet we have something winning it. That's kind of crazy, no? It's just such a beautiful song. I think uh, I tweeted the other day, I feel like George Harrison, he's like the Clay Thompson of the KD Steph Warriors. I like that comparison. I like you putting your homework in there. Clay Thompson of the Warriors. George Harrison of the Beatles, the quiet Beatle, the quiet warrior. Joe, I like it, bro. That's good. Thanks. That's very, very good. All right, so let's get to the final four here. I'm not going to run through the entire bracket. And for those of you, Joe, let's give them the plug now, and we'll do it again before you sign off. If you want to find this bracket and if you want to vote on this bracket, where do we check it out? Well, it's on my Twitter page. You know, My name, at Joe, J-O-E, underscore Maniello, M-A-N-N. I-E-L-L-O, and it starts, um, tournament starts Sunday, Father's Day night. My, my father got me into to the Beatles, so I felt like it was fitting to uh, start it on Father's Day night, and he was, he was such a huge Beatles fan. So uh, I think, you know, so many so many young guys and women, their parents and their fathers got them into it, so it, it just felt right to do it on Father's Day. So That's starts, brilliant. Uh, That's awesome. And, you know, it's funny you say that, Joe. You're of a similar age group to me in the fact that, you know, the Beatles' career was already launched before we were even a thought for goodness sakes. Exactly. And, it's so popular. Yeah, and it's my favorite group, hands down. It's my favorite artist. I can't get enough. And you were raised by listening to the Beatles. And I feel like I'm in the same boat. I feel like I was three or four years old, and my dad is you know, putting on the White Album, or he's putting on Abbey Road, or he's putting on Rubber Soul. And it's kind of crazy in a way how you, me, and many other people who are of you know, like that early to mid to late 30s time age are still crazy Beatles fans. It's amazing how yeah, that works out. They're still so popular. I mean, they're so influential and people, like my, my son's four years old, he's singing Strawberry Fields. I mean, <laughs> everyone all ages love, love the Beatles. That's the one song I have to say, Joe, before we get <laughs> to the final four, that I thought was overseeded. I'm surprised you had Strawberry Fields forever as a two seed. Like that to funny. me, and I'm I, a I big knew. Beatles fan. That's like one of those songs. I hear it on the radio. I got news for you. I'm flipping the dial. I'm turning a different song on. It's funny. I knew you were going to bring that up based on our Twitter conversations, but I, I double-checked. Rolling Stone has his number three, and I think it's just like... Really? One. They yeah, have that as the number three Beatles song all time. I'm stunned by that. It's a fan favorite, and I think that... Uh, I, I, it's not in like my top 20 or anything. I'm kind of with you. I don't love it, but the more I listened to it the last few weeks, I did, it did kind of grow on me. And it's like a backstory to it with Lennon, and you know, it's where he's from, and... All that stuff. So I think it has more meaning to maybe older Beatles fans, possibly. But a, a lot of people said that could have been a one seed. So maybe they know more than us. I don't know. Well, I'll give you some news. And I think you know this because you saw my bracket. I had Strawberry Fields losing in the first round of Obla D, Obla Da. So do I. <laughs> I went with a 215 upset. Hey, listen, I can't do it in the NCAA tournament bracket. So I might as well get frisky. So, Joe, my final four here. I went with a day in the life. I went with Here Comes the Sun. I went with In My Life, and I went with Something. Your thoughts? Great Final Four. In, in My Life is actually my mom's graduation song at uh, Bishop Carney High School in Brooklyn. My so graduation song as well. Petrini's High oh, wow. School in New York. How about that? 
I, I mean, I love that song. I actually have that losing to uh, I Saw Her Standing There, which to me is one of my favorite songs, like one of the best songs to dance to at a wedding. I just, I just love that song. My final four is um, Eight Days a Week, an eight seed out of the John region, which is funny because he doesn't like that song. I read that he, he never thought it was a good song, but uh, I love it. So Eight Days a Week, uh, Here Comes the Sun as well, uh, Something as well, and uh, I Saw Her Standing There. So I think we both have good good final fours. And I, uh, I really don't think it's going to be chalky, so I think it's going to be a great bracket. No, I'm looking forward to it. And before we get you out of here, Joe, listen, you've done a fabulous job with this bracket, with the Billy Joel bracket, and you're a sports guy through and through. And I hope and pray that you're going to be picking games against the spread like me week after week throughout the NFL season. But as a guy who works in the sports business, and you've gone through these last couple of months, what has been the event that you've missed the most? Is it the tournament? Is it baseball? Is it the NBA, the NHL playoffs? Like, what is the one event from mid-March on that, like, came and went on the sports calendar and, it, like, left a void, left a hole in your, you know, overall well-being? Well, I'm an NFL guy, so that's, like, my number one. And I'm not, I'm not really a big baseball guy anymore. But I would have to say the March Madness. Uh, I run the office pool. And it's kind of weird. I wasn't really looking forward to running it this year because it's so much work. But uh, I wish it was there because it's... You know, once it starts, it's those first two days, in my opinion, the best days of the year in sports, those first two uh, March Madness days. So I definitely miss that. Amen to that. And hopefully, Joe, you will be putting together the office pool next year. God yeah. willing, we'll all sign for that on the dotted line. And one last time, if you want to vote on this Beatles bracket, which to me has been so well done. I know I'm nitpicking on Strawberry Fields, but I'm only busting chops. <laughs> it's tremendous. I'm, so, I'm going to have so much fun voting on it every day debating what you guys get right, debating what you guys get wrong, because, again, the votes are tabulated on Twitter. Where can you find it online? Yeah, it's on my on my Twitter page, at Joe Maniello, J-O-E underscore M-A-N-N-I-E-L-L-O. Uh, voting starts Sunday night in the first two rounds, Paul, John and Paul regions, and then Monday's George and Ringo, and then Tuesday's the second round, and then so on. And the final will be the following Sunday. So it starts on June 21st and June 28th. And just one more thing um, about the one seeds. I think yesterday is going to lose to Blackbird in the second round. I think. Blackbird, wow! So you think yesterday, that's, that's my, right now, is the vulnerable pick. one seed? I'm glad you threw that in there. Well played. That's my bold pick is Blackbird. I, I didn't realize the whole true meaning behind that song, and it's just so topical right now. It's so timely. Uh, if you, you know Google what the, the true meaning of Blackbird is, what McCartney wrote about. I think it's uh, one of those songs that's very popular. And we actually had it as a ten seed, and one of the committee members, Mike, said to move it move it up. So I figured, why not put it up against yesterday, possibly in the second round, McCartney solo versus McCartney solo. So I think that's one, one matchup to look forward to. Joe, great work, my friend. Stay safe, stay healthy, catch up soon, and hopefully we have some football to talk about in a couple of months. Stay safe, all right, Thank my friend? You. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. My pleasure. Joe Maniello over at Newsday did a fabulous job with this Beatles bracket. I know it's not normally what we do on this show, but listen, at this point in time, we're looking for things to feel good about. And it's something that I felt good about all week. I filled out my bracket. I'm going to be voting on Twitter. Need something to stimulate my mind. So hats off to Joe and the fellas. They did a fabulous, fabulous job. All right, we got a lot more calls to get to. Get aboard 877-337-6666. And because of what happened with Blue Jays camp, Phillies camp, looks like Major League Baseball is going to be changing some protocols. Is it even going to matter? What's the deal? What is the progress on a 2020 season? We'll come back. We'll wrap it up with your calls before we turn it over to Stevie Summers right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.